0: So the question I'm gonna be answering today is what impact is no sex having on your husband and ultimately what impact is it having on your marriage? Hi, Cody Butler here, Marriage Coach. And today i want to talk to you about what is going on with your husband? How is it impacting your husband if you're in a no sex or a low sex marriage? And the simple answer to that question is it's having a profound effect on your husband and it's having a profound effect on your marriage, probably more than you understand right now. So. Let me start out by explaining what sex is a man and how you can understand it if you're a woman. Now, the easiest way to understand how a man approaches sex and the need for sex for a man is to think about it as communication as a woman. So if you're watch- watching this right now and you're a woman, and I'm guessing you are, what is your need for communication? And what would be the consequences of all communication being withdrawn by your husband and refusing to talk to you, your husband refusing to talk to you. That is kind of what it is, right? Because the way it works is communication is what opens up a woman to sex, but sex is what opens up a man to communication. So withdrawing that sex from a man, it really It's it's making him not want to communicate with you. It's making him unable to communicate with you and it's closing him down. That is the first thing it's doing. That's the first impact that it's having. Now, depending on how long this situation's been going on for, a man is gonna get his needs met, as is a woman, somewhere. So if a woman is getting no conversation whatsoever, if her husband or partner's not talking to her, she's getting that conversation somewhere, right? She's talking to someone. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a relative. She's talking to somebody. A woman is not going without conversation. A woman with no conversation is like being in a desert and that need is gonna be met. And the same is true for a man. That need is gonna be met somewhere. It cannot and will not just go unfulfilled. Now that doesn't mean that he's out having an affair but there are other activities that he can get engaged in which are pretty undesirable, such as porn and that kind of stuff, right? So if he's getting no sex from his partner, from his wife, from you, then he's getting that need met from somewhere for sure. Now, the next thing to understand is turn it around and have a little empathy, right? Try and have some empathy. Try and put yourself in, in your partner's shoes and this will help you understand what's going on. So what would happen if, let's say, your partner, your husband, only spoke to you once every three months, or your partner only spoke to you once every six months, it probably wouldn't do a great deal for your relationship. And it probably wouldn't do a lot for how you feel about him and him and you wanting to give him more sex, right? It would be a very, very detrimental thing to do to the relationship. But exactly the same thing is going on in the man's mind when sex is withheld from him it's not helping him at all to relate to you, to feel loved by you, to to, to want to be passionate with you and to feel passionate about you and to be in love with you. Because without sex at the end of the day, it's gonna be nothing more really than a roommate relationship. If you're living in the same house as your husband and there's absolutely no sex whatsoever, it's really nothing more than a roommate relationship. It's a it's a relationship of convenience at that point. And that's pretty much how he's gonna see it. So when you create an environment of convenience, when you create an environment of roommates or just friends basically, it's quite understandable and I'm hopefully, hopefully you can see why those feelings of passion, why those emotional love feelings, why those feelings of uh, connectedness start to disappear. It's the physical intimacy that makes those connections for a man and it's th- that physical intimacy that makes him want to connect with you emotionally, which is what you need. So the secondary effects of this, uh, you're not going to get your needs met very well either. So We can look at date night. Date night is a great example, right? So date night is composed of two parts. It's composed of the date, which is the restaurant, the movie, whatever it is, the place that you go that would be typically considered the date. And then the second part of date night is what happens when you get home, right? When you get to the bedroom. And the first half of date night is for you, the female. The second half of date night is for the man. Now, I speak to women all the time. I'm married to one and my mother's one. So I have a little bit of understanding and I get it that as a woman, you don't want the expectation of having to have sex at the end of the night, but just flip that around. And again, try and put yourself in your husband's shoes or your partner's shoes for a while. Going out and having dinner or going to a movie and sitting and just being intimate emotionally and having conversation, he can really do without that. Men do not need conversation men do not really need that intimate uh connection emotionally like that we like to grunt at each other that's how we communicate we don't use a lot of words if we can use if you we can use two words to communicate something we're not going to use three we're going to use the minimal amount of words so a man is willing to go on that date night he is willing to participate in that process to meet your needs on the understanding that at the end of the night he's gonna get his needs met as well, right? Now, if he's in, if he's being expected to go on date night after date night after date night, and there's simply no reward at the end of it, he's not gonna to wanna to go on date night anymore. And I speak to women all the time who say, my husband just won't go on a date night, he won't take me out to dinner, he won't do this, he won't do that. And it's like, well, what's he getting in return? And I know that doesn't sound great, it sounds like quite a selfish thing to say, but at the end of the day, That's what we are as human beings. If we're not getting our needs met, we are gonna leave the relationship. Relationships don't just end, they don't just stop. Marriages don't just stop, they starve to death. Marriages starve to death. And if there's no sex going on in the marriage, the man is starving to death right now, in the same way that if there's no conversation, no communication going on in the marriage, the woman is starving to death as well. So if we're gonna fix this situation, if we're gonna improve this situation, then we have to adopt a different philosophy. That's the problem, right? We've just we've just explained the problem, but I don't wanna just give you a problem without a solution. So the solution to pretty much all marriage problems is philosophy, it's a change of philosophy, it's a change of thinking, it's a change of how you approach the relationship, because ultimately, our lives are built around habits, rituals, and routines, and our marriage is no different. Think about it like when we drive a car, right? When you drive a car, you're on 95% autopilot. You are really not driving that car consciously. You are driving it subconsciously through habits, rituals, and routines. You know exactly how to drive that car. You can have one, your knee on the steering wheel, your hand on the stereo, And you're paying no attention. The only thing you're looking out for is anomalies, right? Dangers. someone running out in front, a car where it shouldn't be. That's the only conscious part of driving, and that's like maybe 5%. Now, your marriage is exactly the same. It is running on autopilot right now, and it is running based on habits, rituals, and routines. The habits, rituals, and routines that you have... In exactly the same way that you drive a car on autopilot. They're subconscious and they are impacting your life and they're shaping the outcome of your life and your marriage. Now the key here is to identify those habits, rituals, and routines that are unhealthy and to replace them with habits, rituals, and routines that are healthy. Now one of the philosophies that translates into habits, rituals, and routines is you've got to adopt the concept and the philosophy of commitment over Convenience. You've got to adopt that. Like marriage is a grown-up business. If you want it to work, it's about commitment and it's about choosing commitment over convenience. Now, we just talked about sex for a man and a conversation for a woman, right? For a man to want conversation, he needs sex to open up to that. And for a woman to want to open up to sex, she needs to, uh, to have conversation. She needs emotional connection. So which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Now, ideally, in an ideal world, Both parties are going to give. The man is going to give more conversation and emotional intimacy than he needs. In return, he's going to get sex. And the woman is going to give more sex than she wants to give. And in return, she's going to get that emotional connection and intimacy. Now, what is that? That's commitment, right? That is committing to the relationship. It's doing whatever it takes. And having that philosophy and having that ritual and routine and habit and saying that I will do what it takes to make my relationship work. Now, I know I've spoken to women where, Sex is a difficult thing, it's a painful thing. It's something that, uh, there are physical challenges, right? I'm not oblivious to that and I'm not unaware of that. But there are lots of ways that you can sexually satisfy your man. There's lots of ways that you can please your man. And ultimately, there really is no excuse for not making that effort. If your man is not getting any sexual activity or any sexual satisfaction right now, the marriage is starving to death. The marriage is malnourished and it's probably gonna die of salvation. So Depending on where you are and how you feel about it, it would be a very good idea to start providing a little bit of sex into the relationship of some kind. It doesn't have to be intercourse. It can be other forms of uh, stimulation or satisfaction. And learn how to speak to your husband to communicate what you need in return for that. So communication again is going to be a really big key here. Understand like you don't want to just give sex and get nothing back in return and a man just doesn't want to give communication and get nothing back in return either. So it's really about, A, it's about understanding what each other's needs are and B, it's about communicating those needs and 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 thirdly, C, whether we're using the alphabet or numbers here, is that we've got to compromise and we've got to choose commitment over convenience. Married marriages that succeed marriages that thrive they do the couples do what they have to do before they do what they want to do they choose commitment over convenience commitment and convenience don't live on the same street now there's a lot of things you you would love for your husband to do no doubt that it's not convenient for him to do and if he can choose and adopt that philosophy of i'm going to choose commitment over convenience and i'm going to commit to meeting the needs of my wife And in return, my wife is going to commit to me to understanding firstly what my needs are and then choosing commitment over convenience and then committing to do whatever it takes to make this relationship work. Now we're a team again and it's teamwork that makes the dream work. That's what you've got to do. You've got to become a team again and you've got to come back together because if there's no sex in the relationship right now or there's very little sex in the relationship, you guys are not operating as a team. There's no teamwork going on. You're two individuals. Living together because it's easier to pay the bills or you're living together because you have to to raise the kids or whatever it is Right. Just fill in the blank. So That's it for me. If you want some help on this, then I'm here for you. We offer uh, Check out the links in the chain check out the links in the description and check out the pinned comments. There's going to be there's going to be a free book there, Seven Ways to Save Your Marriage. I've got a training on how to increase and improve communication in your relationship, how to bring the sex back, how to stop the fighting. And I also hold a five-day marriage retreat. The link for that will be somewhere around here too. And that is completely for free. It's five days of marriage enrichment training. And it doesn't matter whether you're separated right now. It doesn't matter if you want to go through this with your partner. It's going to be for you. That's completely for free. There's a link somewhere around here. Go ahead, sign up for that. God bless you. Watch another one of these videos. It's going to help you out. And if you like this, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you.